Here I sit and wait for you Neath the spreading branches Cool the grass with shade and dew Sunlight round me dances Heart is ringing. Songs to you I'm singing. Fall is in the air today. Hear the wild geese flying. Come right now, come as you may. Snow will soon be flying. Hallelujah, how my heart is ringing. Hallelujah, songs to you I'm singing. If you have the opportunity to walk through the forest, these next few weeks, as our days are getting shorter and our nights are getting colder, you might notice that the trees are beginning to look really bare. The ground is full of leaf litter and there's almost a smell in the air. So much decay and breaking down is happening to form the hummus that is so important for our soil. You can almost smell it. But while all of that breaking down and ending and death is taking place, something else is going on too. We're about to have winter, where there are particularly long spells of cold days. And it's not just humans that have to accommodate themselves to this. Plants and animals do too. The flowers and the trees and gardens and fields on hills and by streams. It seems like they're just waiting for the warm light of the sun. But underneath the earth, they've all spread their seeds for the year. Think of that. Countless seeds under the earth, just waiting for the light and warmth of the sun. Imagine millions and millions of seeds held inside the earth during a cold season. There's snow and ice and cold winds above the earth, but they are safely kept inside. Now imagine for a moment that each seed is a tiny light. Can you imagine that? Millions and millions of tiny lights below our earth during our darkest and shortest days. It's as if there's a galaxy just waiting beneath our feet. It's almost as if while the earth is sleeping, below the earth is dreaming. A dream isn't something you could really touch or feel, but it doesn't make it any less real. If you have a bad dream at night, you might wake up the next day feeling sad or angry. 
And if you have a wonderful dream, you might wake up happy or inspired. The thoughts that come from our sleep are very real. So in spring, as you know, the plants all begin to grow. However, they're not just growing above the earth where we can see them. They're also growing below. They're slowly, slowly turning into thoughts that we can see and touch from the dream of the winter sleep. And so one part, the stem and the green leaves and then the blossom will grow towards the light because this part of the plant loves the light. It needs the light. Without the light, it won't grow and it'll die. But there's another part of the plant, the root, and that grows deeper and deeper into the darkness and into the earth. It loves the darkness. It needs the darkness. It is meant to live in a dream. If you expose the root of a plant to light, so you make a hole in the ground so that light can fall down, or you pull the plant out and leave it, roots first facing up towards the sun, the root would die. And when the dreams of the plants die, the whole plant dies. And so the plant needs both the light and the warmth of the sun and the darkness of the earth. In the winter, the earth is stronger and it wins and the plants and the seeds stay nestled down below. But in the summer, the sun is stronger. Even in the summer, though, the roots are still seeking the darkness of the earth. And so plants live their lives, sharing time between sun and earth. And as the time for the sun comes, and the winter snows first begin to melt, maybe a storm or flurry or two will still appear. Some of the first plants in the forest begin to burst forth. The thick, woody stems of a violet or a seed of a violet are sleeping and sleeping in the darkness and drinking in all of the nutrients of the soil, and then they are ready and strong as soon as the sun first begins to kiss the earth and warm it. And so, in very late winter, the seed of a violet begins to slowly unfurl. The little bit, the embryo that we saw when we broke our seed apart, that curls up into a little green leaf and part of it travels down, down, down into the roots of the ground. Slowly that leaf grows a stem and slowly the stem and the leaf break the earth and becomes one of the wood's first sprouts. Violets love the damp ground from melting snow in the forest. They love that first kiss of sun that dapples through the forest leaves and trees. They don't like it too hot. They can stand a little cold. The blossoms of the violet are often purple or blue. 
and the plant is low-growing with heart-shaped, glossy leaves. It rarely will get more than three or three and a half inches tall. And from those beds of green leaves that begin to cover the earth, stalks arise, each with five petals, two that have white hairs at the bottom. And a violet, like all flowers, grows stamen and a pistil. But so early in the season, the violets grow, that often they're too early to be visited by bees and birds. Violets have a secret, though. If they are occasionally visited, a bee or a bird will get some pollen on its belly or some other part of its body, or the wind might blow those winter and spring winds, some pollen from the stamen onto the pistil of another flower, and certainly seeds form traveling down the pistil into the ovule that nests inside the flower. But when the bees really come in the heat of the summer and the sun is up and shining high and strong, the violet does not like that. And by July, the violet has already begun to wilt. And whatever seeds it managed to store begins to droop towards the earth and break upon the ground. But the plant is not done trying to grow. The leaves remain for quite a while, and as the leaves remain, the stems get thicker and thicker and woodier, and then the leaves break away by the time August comes. And then in the heat of the August sun, the thick, thick stems become even woodier. And then by the time fall begins, these stems are ready to break away from the roots as tubers. And so seeds that were maybe scattered by the wind are fallen down into the earth. And these rich tubers that were drinking in the nutrients from the soil all summer long also begin to fall towards the earth. And on them are small little bumps that also serve as seeds. And burying lower and lower into the ground as the fall winds blow and shift the earth's soil. They tuck in to drink and sleep and dream until another springtime comes again.